wisdom And here comes the truth And here comes your favorite podcast Always still made for you While I'm talking, I'd like you to go to um, WTF is Mike Waring Hey, uh, you stole that from me, didn't you? I don't think so. A Tumblr site based off of Michael Jordan's. Oh yeah, I posted it last day. week. Yeah, I saw Trevor <laughs> post it. I thought this is that's so you found it too. Yeah, yeah. So it's <laughs> by clicking on what you posted, probably Trevor. Oh, Brent's never on Facebook though. Yeah, yeah. I think his uh, I think his his Facebook avatar is still Tom Brady and Chad Ochocinco. So having fun together. How'd that turn WTF out? WTF is Michael Jordan wearing? Oh, this is a beautiful. So. Michael Jordan is what? Could you consider him a fashion guru? No. Yeah, hey, he created okay, but before Jordan. Basketball players were wearing short shorts. Twenty percent of shorts. the world is wearing Michael Jordan clothing at any time yeah. of the day of North America. Okay, like, yes. If if you buy any basketball shoes nowadays, they don't even make basketball shoes that aren't Jordan. Everything's Jordan now. All the <laughs> shorts, they don't even like Nike has just become Jordan. So like, you're always wearing something by this guy. He's he is mm-hmm. he has infiltrated the the clothing market. Mm-hmm. He's he sells more clothing than you know Calvin Klein does. Okay, mm-hmm. so I just want to preface where we're going with that. <laughs> this is a guy that puts clothes a lot of people. You he know? must save all the good stuff for himself. Yeah, well, Brent, what do you think? Yeah. Well, now he's sort of dressing like <laughs> he's Trevor. He's got a lot of your like. Junior high style, with a little bit of, with a little bit of like dad thrown in too, just because a lot of white polo shirts, tucked in, tucked into like huge baggy jeans. He Gretzky's Not quite skater jeans, but just loose, loose fitting. Now he is a big man, right? Yeah, yeah six yeah. foot six. So he's gonna need big jeans, but they don't have to look like clown clothing. <laughs> Some of them are like, I think he makes, there's Michael Jordan jeans, isn't there? Yeah, there's Air Jordan loose fit jeans. Like, re, like comically loose fit jeans. Mm-hmm. He did yeah. kind of bring that up, though. That was kind of his, his thing, right? Looseness, yeah. Yeah, like that was okay. him, and I, him and the Fab Five from Michigan. What's your opinion? I have a soft spot for like light blue jeans. Like a yellow for color. wearing them, yeah, like light blue. Because Mike like seems a, to be down a with nice me on acid those, like, wash. If, no, not if I acid. Get no, a good no, not pair of gypsy jeans. I I go for one of those yeah. too myself. Not even like acid wash, just a light, light blue color. Like there's dark blue. Yep. But those are always itchy. Light blue, much more comfortable. <laughs> so you find darker <laughs> jeans are more itchy, harder yeah. material. Yeah. <laughs> he so doesn't I'm, go super light though, does he? Mm. No, I guess it's just patches of them more. I think a lot, a lot of tearing. Well, the, he likes he likes his jeans to have rips all over them. He also likes his really young white girls. That's another theme I'm noticing that Michael Jordan, ever since his divorce, it looks like Michael Jordan either dresses like some kind of sporting wear hobo. Like there's one where he looks like a blue Smurf. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's just dressed in all blue Even a hood He's even wearing a hood That's one theme of this site Is Michael Jordan dressed like a like a hobo in sports clothes Another yeah. is Sometimes Michael Jordan likes to get drunk 
there's some good nights on the town with Michael Jordan where maybe he doesn't look like he's uh he's at his best and then there's the distressed jeans and then there's the oversized I'm a classy hobo like when I dress up like a hobo for Halloween mm-hmm. that's his he, he really rocks hobo feeling so still with shredded jeans but like a <laughs> turtleneck or something or a vest <laughs> and a checkered some kind of plaid or checkered suit jacket over top now, he actually might come and, like, kill us for this. <laughs> he might be, like, looking out for anyone talking bad. So I'm still sort of scared of... I'm pretty Well, he does look still. for enemies. <laughs> Michael Jordan's whole that? career has been built on hating people, really. Yeah, I've just actually today, I read, uh, like, a 10-page Sports Illustrated article about where is the coach that cut Michael Jordan from high school. Dead in just, a ditch. He's paranoid, schizophrenic, living in a shack by himself that nobody's seen in like 30 years and this writer tracked him down. Michael did that to him. (laughs) Oh, probably. Michael would have made this guy feel like crap. Dude, you guys want to see some awesome Michael Jordan-ness? Go to his Hall of Fame induction speech. Yeah. Where he calls everybody out and talks about how much better he is than them and how wrong they were. Anybody who ever wronged him. Yeah, he just calls them out. Even the the made-up ones? Well, most of them are made up. So most of the people didn't do anything to him. But man, when this guy wears a leather jacket, it must take like a whole cow. <laughs> wow, that's a big leather jacket. Anyway. So now is the time to put stock into Air Jordan jeans because if, if any search engine brings this up and he's got them scanning, I'm sure he's going <laughs> to show us and then we're just going to get destroyed by him. He's never failed. Everyone will be dressing like this in five years. I think I don't think this I don't think those jeans can win. I think that's too far. Huh. Never I'd never be, never bet against Michael Jordan. It's just a good life lesson. <laughs> oh, he golfs too. He's got an Air Jordan golf bag. Wow. That's nice. Oh, imagine having golf balls with a Jordan logo on them. Oh, sweet. Imagine him and Tiger out on the golf course. I bet it's happened. There'd be a lot of girls, a lot of gambling. Them, those two men on a night on the town could do a lot of damage. A lot. Barkley is their wingman. <laughs> Barkley's too cool. No, Barkley and Jordan are best buds. But Barkley's the best person in the whole world. Mm-hmm. Mm. Seriously, you could imagine. I had a dream the other night that Charles Barkley was on American Idol, <laughs> and he it probably was, has. And it we was don't just watch Idol him. Enough. He was the only oh. judge. It was just him judging everyone, and it was the best, best American Idol I've ever seen in my life. Ryan Seacrest. Uh, oh, my voice ain't deep enough for uh, for Barkley impression yeah. there. Yeah, could you go to the uh, bottom of sorry. page two of this? Bottom of page two. Control All the right. paint. Let's. The yeah. Oh, is that the the paint explosion on the jeans? Yeah. That's kind of sexual looking. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> Carter, are you gonna post some of these pictures? I'm going to post all of those pictures on the blog. Here comes some wisdom.blogspot.com. You shameless whore. Yeah. No reason to go to what's Mike wearing. Just. Just go to our site. Mm. Right. I like it. So it's funny that you found that site. <laughs> the exact time I found that site. 
blowing up. Yep. Great minds think alike. So, uh, yesterday my face exploded. Okay. Yep. Playing Did basketball. You eat some? Oh. Playing basketball and took an arm in the face. At least it was an elbow, right? It was like a whole arm elbow right Combination. in the Combination. It, it sounded really nice. Everyone on the court went, oh. There was guys that were like sick. And I, I, I was, if you go to the court right now, it looks like somebody was shot. <laughs> Just blood everywhere? Oh. Dude. Before this. There was Arm like the there face. was like there was more there was more blood than the Belfour incident. Oh, there was it was like it was probably five Niagara Falls situations. You know where your no- mouth and nose get so full of blood that you just like vomit it out. Kind of there was about five of those where it was just like a fountain of blood coming out of my face. Uh, so what's the what's the damage? Oh, I just broke it real good. Broke your nose? Oh yeah, like oh, yeah. Y- everybody heard the nose break. So where's the break? Like. Upper at the tip or top? High? Oh yeah, oh. At the top on the bony part. You like, look but, like a hockey player now. Uh, no, it, it. I. This is. I don't know if this is podcast appropriate, but I'm. You know, I'm self conscious of my appearance. I would say, to say the least. And uh, as soon as it broke, it was like out to the side, and I before I could feel anything, I just grabbed it, and I pulled it straight down, and then I just <laughs> let it go, and it like. Oh, dude, it hurts so much. <laughs> oh, it hurts. I just, I grabbed my face and like ripped it back in. And no. the doctor said it, it was in, it was perfectly set. Nice. It's like how uh, Riggs on Lethal Weapon resets his shoulder himself. You're just re- resetting your face. <laughs> well, I just grabbed it until it didn't feel like it was crooked. But like my, my nose felt like a piece of like uncooked meat. Uh. Like uncooked chicken is how my nose felt. And then it was, I was really lucky because a guy lived next door to the court. So within one or two minutes, I had ice on it. Yeah. And we were stopped. And so I put ice on it for like three hours and went to the hospital. She shoved some stuff up my nose and then glued my, because I got a big cut on my nose too, right? From the, the hit. Okay. And so she glued my nose together. Uh, what else? She gave me a tetanus shot. Uh, it was Did she give you a Kobe mask? No, I was begging for a Kobe mask. She didn't yeah, know what I meant. Kobe Bryant just broke his nose, and he's got this sweet, clear plastic. It's like mask. a, it's like a yeah. Silence of the Lambs basketball mask. <laughs> Pretty much. It's so good. So I don't Come know, on, Doc. I got to get back on the court tomorrow. Yeah, I don't need one necessarily. You know, because I play pickup basketball with a bunch of like old guys. <laughs> uh, Kobe Bryant well, maybe a little more urgent to get back to basketball. You got to go f- out for revenge now. Drop the gloves with whoever wronged you there. I oh no, this guy was he. It was, it was an anger foul though, because I don't know, I I might have had it coming. <laughs> Too much. Might have deserved it. Well, this guy was trying really hard, and these guys are like, I'm finally playing with basketball with people my own age, which is like very rare. Yeah, usually playing with like seventeen year olds. Yeah, eighteen year old like guys that play are getting like recruited to play places in Canada, you know, at the Y. It's like <laughs> just stupid. So I'm like the old guy that's to try really hard. And then I go play with old people and it's like so fun. And there's there was this one guy that was pretty good, but I was kind of beating him up and then he beat us and I was like, dude, you're not even gonna score and we beat them eleven nothing the next game. And then I was kind of being a little jerk and he tried to swat the ball for me and instead he just destroyed my face <laughs> so oh, no he felt pretty bad but whatever i don't care i'm fine 
I'll I'll be okay. But that's so the thing. I got ice on it anyway. Jerk. What's that? So it's not just me who's a jerk at times. What do you mean? Well, we were talking. My. Well, yeah, you hockey. and hockey. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I was a bit of a jerk, but this guy had, he he thought he was really good, so that we beat him. We didn't let him score. Because when you beat someone, they don't even score a point in basketball. Come on. That's pretty degrading. That happens to me all the time. It's not that bad. <laughs> <laughs> Did I tell you about my Mighty Ducks style? Actually, this is out of Mighty Ducks. I just found out after. But <laughs> my last game of the year, there was we were playing an excellent, like a Miami Heat style. All-star team. Rec hockey team. Yeah, cut three, put three teams together to make super team. Oh. So they were... Not only that, they, they were they taking their they, they're taking their talents to rec league. Yeah, not one, not two, but three rec <laughs> league championships. So Six. not only were they beating our loser team, they're trash talking. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so it sounds like me. The best, yeah. So I thought best way to get even was there's only one ref, one ref that game. So they were talking, and I was playing defense, and play went down to the other end. So I just skated by their bench and slashed them all in the face on the way by. Just tap, 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 tap all the way down. No, uh, they wear cages or just visors or what? Uh, a mix of everything. Uh, oh that's my! What, that's what you get. Stick on the chin. Keep your mouth. Keep your stick down. We'll keep your mouth shut. Fair. That's awesome, Brent. <laughs> <laughs> that they didn't jump out of the bench. They didn't pull you in. <laughs> what are they gonna do? He'd be like, "Ref, it's like wrestling." Yeah, ref yeah. guns back turn, turn and, uh, throw dust the in their powder, eyes. The dust comes out. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, so I spent some time in the ER. Yeah, man, you get the best slice of humanity ever. What time was this? Uh, about eight o'clock on a ch- on a Wednesday night. Oh, I'm familiar with eight o'clock on a Monday night. That's where I work my shift in the ER. Oh, okay, what's that like? What's the what's the Monday night crowd? It's pretty good. Is it regulars? No, it's it's just like typical fifty to eighty year olds who uh, just having a bad day. So my people, <laughs> these are my people already. <laughs> but there was regulars there. There was like guys that they knew them like on their first name and like they get called in and like. The thing I love about the ER is that it, ge- it they give you like the f- constant false hope because you come in and you go to like the triage, right? Yeah. Where they like immediately take your blood pressure and you know if you need sort out the fakers. Yeah, and the- yeah. If you need ice, they like check it out. You know, they get that done. Then they tell you to go check in and register. So that's like the next little window, right? So that's another like fifteen twenty minutes, but you feel like you're making progress, right? And then mm-hmm. you wait for a while, and then the door is open. Every time the door is open, it was like there was like, you know, the moment in The Price is Right, where, and the next thing on your showcase is a new car. That's like what it was. It was like somebody could have went, a new car, every time the door is open, because it was like the doors that get you into like the back section of the ER. Yeah. And, that's, and then when you get there, you sit down and wait again until they get you into a bed. And then once they get you into bed, you sleep for about an hour. And then you finally get to see a doctor. Free Who, nap. All right. She is really pretty. Uh, yeah, I was all sweaty and covered in blood. When I walked in, people were just like... <laughs> I was in a knife fight or something. Just terrified. Just like the, the looks on people's faces. Like I was covered in blood. You know, brand new shirt. 
drenched in blood, bloody towel all over my face. Like, well, it's it's rare. I worked, you know, at the hospital for like four or five years, and I never saw anybody covered in blood. Yeah, I was a. <laughs> but blood- I worked in the back end, so people would already be cleaned up in their gowns. I think, yeah, but yeah. still, a lot of bare yeah. asses. Not really. No, I didn't know. Couple. That'd be. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> you remember those fondly? <laughs> they never leave you, Trevor. <laughs> they never leave you. Um, so what was I going to uh, about the, uh, oh, some of the people, there were these two guys that just hit it off talking about how the whole system is going to collapse. The whole medical system? No, or just the, whole the world system. And there's one guy that is trying to tell the other guy that he wants, he said a lot of, a lot, a lot of really poor people are going to get really hurt. But maybe we can go back to a nomadic way of living and follow. Like, he's talking about following the buffalo. <laughs> and he's dead. Siri. Now, I see this guy doing, like, MMA in the Y, like, three times a week. You know, with his, like, cell phone and his iPod. And, like, you know, he's probably the guy driving the CrossFit truck. But yet, he wants to follow the buffalo and be a nomad. Because that's what the world should go back to. You know, still you get Wi-Fi out there. You eat whatever you can. He's like, we'll just eat. I was like, I have like a broken face and I'm like laughing. Okay? Like I'm straight up. I can't hold it in. I even had my iPod and I shut it off because his conversation was so good. I was trying to record it, but I thought. Oh, he- I love doing that. Pretending you're still listening to your iPod, but you <laughs> shut it off to listen to the crazy people. And you're just laughing at the waiting them. room. Yeah. Oh, this is just a funny. I'm just listening. Here comes some wisdom, man. <laughs> But, dude, he was, like, and the other guy was talking about how, like, oh, man. It was two geniuses solving the world's problems. And I, and it's, like. One buffalo at a time. Yeah, we're going to follow the buffalo. And this other many, guy comes A lot comes of buffalo? In. I haven't been to Toronto in a while. A lot of buffalo there? Oh, yeah. They're them and the raccoons. You know raccoons are a protected species in Toronto. In the city? Yep. Straight up. I just found out that th- today that there's two squirrels living underneath my concrete stoop in front of my house. There's like 400 squirrels living in our house. <laughs> squirrels, squirrels run until until 11 o'clock. The squirrels run the city, and then come 11 o'clock, it's all raccoons. <laughs> no, but they're they're actually some stupid hippie pr- got like literally got them protected. When I first moved here, my roommate had a gun. It was only like a high powered pellet gun, right? Yeah. And I see a raccoon on the shed. I'm like, get me your gun. I'll kill it. And she's like, you'll go to jail. I was like, what? It's a pellet gun. She's like, you're not allowed to shoot a raccoon. Like, a guy went to jail for, like, beating a raccoon with a baseball bat. To, like, he killed it with a baseball bat. And he went to j- He's, like, in jail for, like, three years. Because they're, like, considered a native creature in the city now. This is their natural habitat. <laughs> I kid you not. Mm. And then the other guy that I met that was pretty cool, he was, he was coughing up blood from his ulcer. He said he smokes and drinks, though, and gets in fights, and he doesn't know why he's coughing up blood. Mm. And this guy's like, yeah, I broke my nose like three days ago. <laughs> and I looked at him, and I'm like, yeah, you did. His nose is just, like, destroyed. But he smokes, and he drinks, and he probably eats really well, and he's coughing up blood. And he's like, oh, I come into the ER all the time with this. It's like, you know what would probably fix your problem? Like, don't smoke and drink so much and don't get in fights and wow <sighs> the ER hmm. 
I had an iPod related incident this week. You You know how You and Brent s- are the only two people I know that have iPod problems. Yeah, this is the problem was I forgot mine at home this day. So the bus ride there, not a big deal. You know, I thought, hey, maybe this is a good thing. Open myself up to uh meet some new interesting bus people. Yeah, listen to, you know, I'm just in my, stuck in my own world a lot of times listening to podcasts and stuff. Maybe, you know, open myself up to new experience in this world. Cool. And it was going okay for that rest of the day. Until the bus ride home. Uh, the worst people ever to be stuck behind are two people shouting who are film students. Oh, this about, sounds like hell on earth. About movies that, like, a guy and a girl just talking at the top of their lungs, basically bragging to the bus, hey, you know what we did at school today? We watched Cloverfield. In a and film class? Yeah, in film You watch class. that piece of crap? <laughs> and so they just went on and on. Like, they, you could tell they weren't, I don't know if they were flirting or what, but they're just sort of like one-upping who's got more indie movie cred than the other. And it was the worst day ever to forget your iPod. They're just like, have you seen the new Lars Van Trier movie? No. Oh, it's almost too Danish. <laughs> oh. And they were just, you know, using really big words that I've never heard of before. Too Danish. Oh. Yeah, they were sticking words in front of the word sexual that I've never heard before. Like, oh, that movie is way too something sexual. And I was like, what What does this mean? <laughs> so, <laughs> well, even though, I, like... I would know my, what it meant, Carter. You don't. <laughs> <laughs> even though, like... Janelle took film school. A lot of my friends went to film school. Yeah, everybody, say, when you're bored, you go to take film school. I got to say, film school people who just are just snobby film school hipster people stuck behind the bus should not exist anymore. <laughs> so wait, are you saying you want to get rid of someone on the earth? The two people who sat behind me on oh, the bus. Oh, Carter, there. you're finally coming. Yeah. How many episodes does it take? I just, oh, about 54. We're in our 50s. All it took was him not having some technology, just some buttons. I know he's gonna kill people, <laughs> Brett. You guys would have turned around and like smacked the, the, this girl and this guy. It was, it was so bad. I think you that's guys. no. You're just going through a common aging thing. <gasps> when university people just the, mine was in a restaurant. Two people talking about a guy explaining philosophy to two girls who just loved it. <laughs> Oh, no. Talking about <laughs> philosophy and all these things. Was the theories. guy older? And he, he was educating these two young people? He was girls? 23. Oh, okay. And they were 20. But mm. just loudly talking. Just in little, in delicious, in vegetarian restaurant. Oh, oh I love that place. Oh, a tiny little place just yelling about philosophy. About things. Did you know your brain does this? Do you know you're 23 and don't know jack shit? <laughs> <laughs> another another horrible situation like that happened a few years ago where um an older like 28 year old master student was educating everyone on the bus about the latest student union election oh <laughs> no was, this sounds like was... brett's jamaican bus tours but the opposite <laughs> this sounds like and, the hell version and he was so plugged in and he said you know every slate that wins every year has been the same slate for 20 years. They just keep on changing up the name. And he's just like, and nobody's going to challenge them. And he's just like, he was Karl Marx on the university bus. 
It's like I'm Sioux politics. University of Manitoba student politics has got to be the worst thing in the world to follow or to get involved with. Why? Guess what the election was this year. It was like a legitimate slate versus a guy who has a black belt in karate who was just making jokes how he was going to karate kick the system and <laughs> serve <laughs> chow mein noodles for lunch every day. Uh, side me up. Total. Oh, he's a he's a white dude too, and he's just like just like pretend like a Bruce Lee like mockery kind of. It was like okay, this guy's a joke, and this person's serious, and some guy's actually delving in deeper. I bet he's got a blog about what about union politics. What about the rent is too damn high party? <laughs> I like that guy. Yeah. I just know the Saturday Night Live uh, making fun of that guy. I don't know actually. I know he's real. Oh, yeah, man. He's a real... Brett, you seen him? No. Because the rent is too damn high. <laughs> you never seen him, Brent? No. They no. actually had to... They had to get him in the, uh, in the debates in a couple of them. Is this like New York or Chicago City? I can't remember, but, but he, was in, he was in a couple of the presidential debates. And he would start off... Presidential? Th- oh, I thought this was like municipality. No, no, no. This guy was like with like Mitt Romney and the boys. And this guy was like... <laughs> He was like, he'd start off with a funny joke and then he'd talk serious for about 30 seconds. And then for the last 15 seconds, he'd always go down into like a rhyming scheme where it'd be like A, B, A, B, A, B, boom, because the rent is too damn high. And it would always rhyme. And then he'd be like, thank you. Peace out. And then he's got like, they'd never ask him any other questions. He'd get his opening statement and then they'd ask all the real people. (laughs) (laughs) But this guy was awesome. And what was the other guy? There's some like Lord of the Mice or something. It's going up on the blog. There's some That's guy who's like, I don't know. He wants to have like unicorns run the universe or something. And he dresses in like a wizard coat. <laughs> that guy's awesome too. Mm-hmm. So him and the karate guy would be, they're probably all in the same party. Same affiliation. Oh, I can hear the skateboarders going by my house. You got a skateboard gang there or something? Oh, they're always there. Okay. We've talked about them. teenagers. No, we didn't. You always were going to bring it up, and we never did. No, we've talked about them on the pod. No, we haven't. Yeah, no, we have. They're like 30-year-old dudes. They're like 35, 40. They're older than me, so yeah. I forget how old I am now. But And they like dress like 1980s like metal skateboarders. And they just ride like old-school boards and talk about how tony hawk was no and they just go in this house at the end of our street and like rock out on like 80s guitars i've never (laughs) seen them like do anything besides just like crank their amps and like skateboard up and down the street i don't think any of them do. they're living the dream (laughs) no it's like i love these guys they're not like kids like they're old and they just rock out like hard they're they're like the the guys in the music stores that try out the really loud amps and just shred for like hours well this is like that and then they go and like skate and they wear like tight black jeans and like oh do you guys do delivery on these amps <laughs> no you just put it in the back of your car that's the problem <laughs> i only got my board yeah get an extra board you could wheel your amp actually that'd be <laughs> sweet like going skateboarding with your amp it would be you got yourself a good idea there that's how they did it yeah i know that's my skateboard gang they're always patrolling the streets like i can hear them but from you know all hours of the day till about four in the morning Sometimes I'll be up with the window open and you just hear. <laughs> they got a little little quarter pipe in the driveway? No, but they they rock out on their amps. Like, I'm not kidding. Protesting uh, any bowl closures in the city? You know, like uh, I know. That's, I think they moved from California once all the bowls closed. 
I know we used to have a sweet bowl in the city, and they filled it in. So, Carter, yeah, you're going on strike? Unfortunately, it. I have a strike vote coming up here. Did you just hit your I hand on the desk? No. And you, <laughs> I don't know. We're going to have a meeting on Monday, and then the strike vote, like, the next Monday. And I'm just going to get up there. You say the rent is too damn high. I know. And I'm going to be like, we're going on to strike. You know why? We need a raise. Why do we need a raise? Because we got to get pays. Because the rent is too damn <laughs> high. <laughs> I should. How much would you guys love it if I like recorded this huge union meetup? Tape it. And, and I taped it. And I, and I grabbed the mic, expressed myself in an ABAB but, but rhyming make, make the whole thing rhyme. Okay. Straight, you know how much people would love you? I don't know. There could be hardcore union guys who are pretty stupid and uh, union <laughs> just hate me. So, yeah. So, I'm thinking about what to do if we do go on strike. Are you going to show up? Well, I think you get about like 30 bucks a day in strike pay. Well, first of all, you could be a scab and I'd be okay with that, I think. Okay, wait. A scab is? Someone who goes to work, crosses the picket line. Do you still get paid? Yeah, I think you might. I don't know. Got to figure that out. Yeah, you just get paid like <laughs> by the company still. You're still working. Yeah. And they call you a scab. That's such an awesome name. Imagine if you called someone a scab in some other context. You'd go to jail for hate crimes. Maybe. Who else would you call a scab? Uh, these skateboarders could be called scabs. <laughs> <laughs> so I got, the, I got the big choice. Do I show up for 30 bucks a day to go on picket lines, go into public transit and deliver flyers? Or do whoa, I just whoa, home? whoa! You never mentioned this. Yeah, you have to take profess- you have to take the bus and give out flyers. No, you, what you do is you stop all the cars and buses going in, and you deliver fl- and you go, "Hey, I'm here, part of the the strike, and uh, just want to let you guys all know about the cause that we're doing." You're gonna get stoned, not. I know. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean. No, even like when professors and like like doctors go on strike, they're like out in traffic, like just undignified, just stop in traffic. Hey, we want more money. I you liked know, when so. the professors were on strike. It was good to see them all depressed looking. <laughs> but too no, much so talking about s- their Lars Owens Trier films. Yeah, so they get. Oh, uh, so I'm just gonna stay at home. I think record a new CD. Re- Record some new intros for the podcast. Yeah, but Carter, what if... Is there free food? I don't know if there's free food. What do you think? Brent, how much, of a, Brent, how much of a pay cut from your job would you be willing to give up if there was a, two decent meals for you every day at work? I would never... Going on strike would not be worth it because if you have to wear a sign... <laughs> oh, I'll, that's so demeaning. Could not no, but it. it'd be funny if you just have like a. You could write like paid. you could write like a fake side like ESPN like every <laughs> staff <laughs> protests now. <laughs> I just have a funny sign like go to you know like two for one burgers at Burger King. Here comes some wisdom dot blogspot dot com. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Twitter.com slash hcsw. <laughs> I'm just really just gonna play by like 3ds. In the lawn chair, and if anybody tells me to do something, I'll just like tell them to screw off. I've I've decided on that. Sure. Well, I can. No, I've really like taken like stock at everybody in the union. And it's like, how many tough guys are in this union? And I'm like, nope. What's the union? <laughs> it's uh. Oh wait, I guess you don't want to say. It's okay. Don't wanna. Um. Now, professors' Brent, union. Brent, that's what Brent, I'm a professor. Brent, you wouldn't go on. You wouldn't go on strike. I'd hate it. What if you had to, would, 
Do you make I think tire you, fires? You have to, though. That's just part of the game. If you didn't, then all the, the old people who are into it, they'll get you. Do you, you I, can't be scared of those olds. Don't you, like, burn stuff in a trash bin to stay warm and stuff on strike? Uh, like, it's kind of summertime there. <laughs> burn think we'll be burn tires. Tire fire. <laughs> the guy's tire like, what fire. are you doing? That's what we got. We got to have a tire fire. Just turn it into, like, a camping party. <laughs> <laughs> Tire fire, marshmallows, beers, s'mores. Yeah. So uh, you could bring your guitar, this- Carter. You could I sing know, protest like, songs. The day of work, where uh, we got the email saying, "Yeah, there's gonna be a strike vote." You better believe. Just put on some Highway 61 revisited. <laughs> just listen to Bob, Tombstone Blues, and uh, Bruce Springsteen working on a dream and greatest hits. Got it. And then you're like, wait a minute. These guys working in the factory, they should be the ones going on strike. They got the hard lives. I'm pretty happy here. Everyone's pretty happy. Oh, if you go on strike in the factories, boss man come beat you. Yeah. Beat you with a stick. Gangbusters. Yeah. Got to do that. So I was just getting fired up with Bob and Bruce. Now, what kind of donations were you making? Yeah. So I've gotten about four emails this week. Uh, Works big, university wide employee giving. They want they want money from employees that they pay. So the they, they person want, they want that, a little bit back. The person that pays you wants you yes. to donate money to them. <laughs> yes, they want a little. Do back, you know how you know? stupid that is? You guys are. You guys probably got an email. You're alumni. They want some of that back. You already paid for your degree, but hey, that is they the want most. A little bit more. Let's yes, talk philosophy. Yes, then you, del- yes, then you bit, delete it, right? Um, well, I was deleting the first three. Then uh, I, I got the fourth them. one. I was like, maybe if I donate a little bit, I will. Uh, <laughs> well, you think they're <laughs> going to leave you stop. alone? Yeah, maybe they will. Now, so. now you're on their list. They know you're a sucker. What's a little they- bit? Two dollars. I uh, <laughs> I decided to have a little fun with it. So I set up the payroll deduction for two dollars across the entire year so if someone for payroll is listening i'm sorry you have to go through all that effort to deduct eight cents per paycheck on me <laughs> carter i like, like what you did there i know and it's like how would you like to be recognized type your name in dj carter <laughs> <laughs> so there's gonna be pamphlets going out to donators and it's like is this is this donation in honor of anybody or is it in memoriam of somebody i was like yes it is in uh, in memory of somebody Macho Man Randy Savage. Oh, <laughs> so God, it's officially. Really so if there's really? a new build, I really did. From DJ Carter in memoriam of yeah. Macho Man Randy Savage. <laughs> yeah, and it's like, uh, would you like any comments about this? And I was like, yeah, dig it. I've always been a generous person. I was raised that way by my parents by generously donating this gift to the university. I will sleep well at night and <laughs> just you know, went on for eight cents a. Yeah, and it's like if if uh, the university would like to name a wing in the library after me, they can put it in Macho Man's name, <laughs> not mine. I'm that generous. The mad, so the mad uh, department of madness. Yeah, so if Defoe Library gets renamed to, uh, oh, it's got to be the Department of Madness. <laughs> it's got to be the Department of Madness. Yeah, our new uh, journal section has been renamed to uh, the Lenny Lenny Poffo. <laughs> Exhibit. The leaping Lanny Poffo. Leaping Lanny Poffo. So I did my part. And um the whole the whole campaign's called Define Yourself. And I guess I I've defined myself as a joking idiot. <laughs> They're never gonna contact you again. No, I guess not. 
Get, hey, you know, if they want it, there's another two dollars in it for them. Carter, you've done something right. You did it real. You did it real proper. I'm proud yeah. of you. I'm proud Someone's of you. Someone's gonna have to process that, and they're gonna smile, I and am, that was worth it. I yeah. Someone is gonna. You're gonna make someone's day. Brent, do you donate any money to anyone? No. And and actually, and I do. Well, yeah, I do have a. Chi- I do have a child sponsorship. I think. <gasps> a Cambodian like a, like child. Cambo- no, a Cambodian child. Not through any through of the invisible children. Not through any of the. Not through any of the TV ones, the sad ones, just some other one. Okay. The thing is, though, the family that like, keeps having kids. Mm. I don't know how to feel about that. I guess it's nice, but it's like, hey, another kid has been added. Well, now they can afford, you know. Yeah. You're, now you're helping them out with that one. They're like, well, now we can get some more. And the kid's got like a farm. It has already like stacks of hay and stuff. So mm, they have mixed feelings. <laughs> you're providing access to water. You should set up a letter. Listen, no more kids. <laughs> Any more kids, and you're not getting your sweet, sweet money. Mm-hmm. So Just sit easy on it, you know? So that's the main one, yeah. How many kids do they have? Mm, don't know. More than there, four? It just started with one. started with the one that I know about. Now it's just more. <laughs> so I don't know what the... Ra- it's tough to get a straight answer. Until they get you. Mm-hmm. There was always this, like, blind guy that was always drunk in my apartment when I lived in D-Town. And he always would come by. I don't even know what I was donating for, but I'd always give him 20 bucks. Ooh. That's 10 times the donation I made. Yeah, but that's nothing compared to what Brent gives. Yeah, that's that's good, you guys. I know, like, for this campaign, you could look at previous donors, and someone donated, like, somewhere between 6 and $10 million anonymously. Would you guys ever... And, like, then you look at the lower ones, and it's, like, the owner of the Winnipeg Jets donated, like, ten grand. you are like, holy crap, who donated 6 to $10 million? Well, that's a Would big discrepancy. I either yeah. gave you six or ten million dollars. Well, you know, it's got the range, and it's only got this one anonymous person. Would you guys ever donate like ten grand anonymously, or would you just like play it up for all it's worth? Ten G's. I want a picture. I want a big check. They have to print me a giant check <laughs> that you can give to them on the steps of the administration. That building. I can carry around with me. <laughs> I'm gonna take that everywhere. I'm gonna put it on the side when I go in the bus. Because I'm so poor, after I donate my ten grand, I have to take the bus everywhere again. Ten, ten mil. We're talking, not ten. Well, grand. I'm gonna put, I'm gonna put the check on the side of the bus. I'm gonna glue it on. It's gonna have sticky tack. Yeah. I'm gonna have a lot. Of, I love sticky tack. Like I'm addicted to it. So I'm gonna have sticky tack on the back of the check, and no matter where I go, like if I'm like, someone can't hold it for me, I'm gonna ask people to hold it a lot too. Like, excuse me, can you hold this for a second while I use my phone? <laughs> Just go tie your shoes. And make stuff make like them that. hold my ten million dollar check. I'd Maybe still do it ano- yeah, anonymous, but let some people know once in a while. Just sort just of quietly. Until it gets out. Yeah, that was me. You know, no big deal. Shh, keep it quiet. Only if it's dirty money, you should keep it anonymously. <laughs> Blood money. <laughs> Laundered money. Pesos. <laughs> they don't want to know. We're not illegal here. No. Um, mm-hmm. that ends that. That ends that with dogs. <laughs> Your dogs are racist, Carter. So yeah. I said Mexican. Yeah. <laughs> I said something about Mexican, and they started barking. Yeah. Now, would uh, you like to? Here, yes. I got a little story for you now. A little <laughs> okay. trip. Tell me. Would you story. like to go to Australia? 
Yeah, my roommate's going there. My roommate's going there in like four days. Okay, take a take a trip right now through our Google Docs to the link to our Australian news story, and I'll tell you what's going on. I'll paint a yeah. I'll paint a word picture. I did my research. I looked at this before. Okay, there's. Well, this is. I don't even like the tie. I can't even look at this. Do you not like spiders, Trevor? Oh God. So some in Wagga Wagga, Australia. One of my great name dream destinations. The yeah, with all the yeah. flooding that's gone on, it's pushed all the spiders out of the grass and up into your face level. <laughs> <laughs> the grass to face. So there's just like farm, like homesteads just covered in spider ne- in webs. And oh my thousands god, and it's thousands just, it of looks spiders. like a field of spider webs. It is. Yeah, it has to be really seen to be believed. But how, how great is your walk? Oh, I'm just walking. You're just, Carter's just walking his 10 dogs. And all, all the spiders want to, they crawl up anything to get to higher ground, so they just swarm you and climb <laughs> to the top of your head, and that's just what they do. And they just <laughs> oh enjoy my. your time outside. They should just napalm everything. Just get every all the people out and just bomb the spiders. <laughs> what would you do if that was your yard? Would you just start I would on fire? get rid of it. <laughs> it would be gone. I would the house cover everything the in gasoline and I would leave the farm like straight up like Walking Dead style. <laughs> this is disgusting. Yeah, this is a bombing situation. Shock and awe. Yeah, there's nothing. There's no coming back from this. And once the spiders are up in your sweet, sweet yard, you know they're getting in the the sheds and they're stuff not like going that. back. They're not gonna go back to the low grass after they have a taste of this. <laughs> What's they've gonna kill the them? Infra- what are their natural predators? They've got the infrastructure, you know. What's it's more what's, spiders are just gonna move in? What's the spider's natural predator? What kills spiders? Uh, birds. Oh. But hey, no mosquitoes. Yeah. And then your kid goes for a walk and gets killed. <laughs> this could kill a small child, couldn't it? Just a spider Too swarm? Spiders. Well, don't you think you could get tangled up in this stuff, though? <laughs> no. No, I don't what? think so. If you, if you ran a strong. mile through this... Okay, if and you silk were, gets down your throat or something... Uh, no, wouldn't it tie you up and then you just get like immobilized? <laughs> Wrapped up by a huge pack of spiders. Yeah, and then just <laughs> rot. You just rot Lord to of, death. Lord of the Rings style. Yeah, you just rot to death. In this, and then there's going to be giant spider leader. There always is. If I've played enough video games. There's always a always giant spider. You always have to shoot it in the eye, too. That's always its weak spot. You stun it, and then it's like on the ground. Yeah. And then you take the master sword and <laughs> give it a good slice. Always. There's a lord spider. It's probably living in that barn. I can see in the picture. But I can yeah, see this killing a kid. It's Australia. Kids are lost a lot. I better warn dingoes, my roommate. Dingoes ate the babies. Spiders ate the babies. Now you got to look out for dingoes and spiders. Mm-hmm. Maybe we'll just send some dingoes loose. <laughs> They'll take care of the spiders. This is disgusting. How the hell did you find this? Mythbusters, guys. Oh, nice. What would you? How would you Anyways. describe it to someone who doesn't go to our blog, which they should? Would you say like saran wrap just covering a, f- the a field? Of it looks like an ocean, except it's spider webs. Ugh. It's like t- they toilet papered an entire country. 
with spider webs. Yeah. Oh, you know that silly, silly string? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. What's you spider? had the biggest can ever. Carter, people, know it, on people do know what spider webs yeah. look like. <laughs> now you're just trying to explain what a spider web is to people. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. You know, silly string is like the amount. Big spi- you, remember your, you remember your 10th birthday? It's like that, but on a huge level. Yeah. So that's one suicide situation for the week living in that. My other yeah. one, Travis sent you a text about you never got back to me. It was, I think should all go if we all had to get together and watch American Reunion, American Pie, like high school reunion movie. Is and that then, the new movie or is that yeah, the third that's, movie? It's oh, is that what American so Reunion is? Oh, it's yeah. American Wedding was the third one. Yeah, so now oh, okay. they're all old and have families and stuff and getting back together. Isn't everyone in it but Stifler? Stifler's in it. Everyone's he in is. It. He's, He's just like the star yeah. of it. Yeah. It's all the same Stifler's mom still like sitting there. So it's just all the jokes there. from the old movies redone? Yeah, but now they're old. <laughs> so what, I think your text said, let's, let's go to see American Reunion and then commit mass suicide after. <laughs> That's right? just the feel. That's just the feeling the trailers <laughs> give to me. It's just su- it's all well. It's all done. <laughs> Time to this end is it all. Life. This is all there is. <laughs> My generation. I haven't, I haven't seen a trailer, but I have seen a salary scale based on <laughs> each actor. So Sean William Scott and Allison Hannigan are just making like ninety percent of the budget. Well, and then she's from Buffy, like, man. Come on. I know, and How I Met Your Mother, and she's in everything. And then you look at the lower end of scale, like Jason Biggs and Tara Reid, and they're making like a box of chocolate. Yeah, well, Tara Reid's, yeah. She's a sight. Yeah, it's it's not good. There's got to be some resentment. Her on face, that. her face looks like a box of chocolate. <laughs> There's got to be some resentment on set when, like... Warm in the sun. When the when the catering company's like, okay, Jason Biggs, that's $3 for your sub. And he's like, Sean, can you swap me some cash? And Sean's like, sorry, bro. <laughs> got to feed mine. Yeah. You go live in the Spider Valley. <laughs> that's a, oh, you could call it Spider Valley. Oh, that's Sell cool. tickets. That's, that, sounds, that sounds like a poison concert. <laughs> The Spider Valley tour. <laughs> nope, that didn't make it. <laughs> what didn't make it? The tour. Too far. Don't get it. No? Nope. <laughs> it's not an album. It's not a concert. It's a tour. Who sits at the head of the chamber of commerce? Mama's in a factory. She ain't got no shoes. Dad is in the alley. He's looking for food. I'm in the kitchen where the tombstone blues. The hysterical bride in the penny arcade. Screaming, she moans, I've just been made. Then sends out for the doctor who pulls down the shade and says, My advice is to not let the boys in. Inside. He walks with a swagger.